Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So, you know, on this show, we talk about the way the world works, and that has included, you know, career advice and personal advice and And our listeners might be kids now, it might be easy to play with friends and get along with people. But one thing that is just unavoidable in life is dealing with difficult people. And and honestly, I wish it was. I wish we just didn't have to deal with difficult people, but it happens all the time and it only gets worse with adulthood. So I thought it might be interesting today to kind of give some tips, maybe share some horror stories about how you live in a world full of people who don't get along, right? How do we deal with difficult people? Well, teach me. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So let me give you one story. I'm going to give you a story about this is in a work setting. So I I, I pride myself. Like I'm a pretty good writer and I, I had had, goodness, like 10 years of experience. And I started at this job. This was only two years ago with a girl who was like 10 years younger than me. She didn't want to let me do anything. And so one day, this is like the most embarrassing thing ever. So, you know, like, like in, I don't know if kids know about Instant Messenger. They probably know more than I do. In fact, I don't think it's called Instant Messenger anymore. Everything. So we, we have Slack. Need, you don't need to clarify that it's Instant because everything's Instant. Everything's Instant. Back in the day, it was like, do you want to send them a letter in the mail or do you want Instant Messenger? So we use this thing called Slack at work, which is a great company actually. But so it's it's kind of like like a mess, just a messaging system. So I had a, a, the coworker who was difficult, whose name started with a C, and then my supervisor's name started with a C also. And I had messaged my supervisor asking her for advice on what to do, explaining how difficult this girl was and how I just couldn't stand her anymore. Well, here's what I accidentally did. I sent it to the coworker. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I didn't know until 30 minutes later. And in the meantime, the coworker knew and we had a meeting together. So <laughs> she knew the whole meeting that I had just written a thing like complaining about her and we had to sit through a meeting together. So I go back to my desk after and I look at, at my messages and I like realize what I had done. And I had this moment of like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so I called my supervisor immediately and she's like, you know, let me know what you need to do to take care of it. And I had this moment of, cause I'm a pretty anxious person. I had this moment of, okay, my instinct is telling me to just let my supervisor deal with this. But I was like, you know what? How does that make me look as far as, as you know, standing up for myself even? and Or just, you know, not coming to the girl directly and saying, this is my problem with you. Um, so I said, no, I'm going to handle it. So I ended up going up to her and saying, listen, it's clear we have some tension between us. <laughs> Why don't you and I go out, you know, and, and get, get some coffee or get some lunch and let's, let's talk about what's going on. And I will tell you, Connor, that was the most uncomfortable 30 minutes of my entire life. <laughs> but I came out of it and I was like, you know what? Like, look, look at me being a mature adult. Like, look at me problem solving. And that has made it easier for me to have conversations like that now. Like mm. that kind of set up you know, it got easier for me to do these things in the future. So, so yeah, so you can deal with difficult people. Just try not to instant message them. <laughs> you, yeah. And if you do make sure that you're actually sending it to the right person. Um, you know, I guess there was no undo. Well, there probably is an undo button in Slack. You just didn't know that you, you sent it to that person. It was so bad. <laughs> you, you used a word, Brittany, that I want to latch onto. You said uh, you spoke, uh, you know, directly to them instead of the supervisor mm-hmm. spoke directly to them. And so where the question today is how to deal with difficult people uh, in my mind. And what's interesting about this, I should pause really quick, is I think this applies to a lot of situations, right? It applies to 
an example like you gave, where maybe it's someone at work that you're having to deal with for the older kids out there uh, who are getting jobs. Maybe if you're at school, right, it could be a classmate. Or if you're homeschooled, it could be your classmate <laughs> and, and sibling. Um, you know, or yeah, like in family, it could be siblings or parents, or these are just general relationship uh, kind of issues I think that we all face. And we're always going to have conflict, right? Like we're always going to find people who rub us the wrong way or do something that we don't like, or maybe, you know, we mistakenly think that they did something that they didn't. And so this conflict, I feel like is just, you know, happens throughout our life in different circumstances. And so even for the younger kids out there, I feel like, you know, this is something to think through about how to deal you know, with a sibling when they're being difficult mm-hmm. or how your parent, you know, is trying to deal with you when you're difficult and, and being direct, like you just said, I think is super important because when, when we try and avoid a problem, you know, it, it only gets worse. I think of like, uh, <laughs> one time I was on a hike, uh, back in my boy scout days when I was a lot younger and there was a little pebble in my shoe and we were on this long hike and I didn't want to deal with it. And I didn't, you know, I was, I was wearing these like boots and I I didn't want to stop and make everyone wait and, you know, any of that. So I just kept walking and I ignored it and I kept ignoring it and, and the pain started to grow. And I was like, oh, you know, only a little bit more, only a little bit more I can do. And, and, you know, pretty soon my foot was not doing well at all, (laughs) um, just because of this tiny little pebble that with like, you know, two minutes of, uh, of effort I could have gotten rid of. And, I think it's that way with problems too, is that if we don't deal with it directly, you know, if we try and avoid a problem, if we try and, (coughs) excuse me, if we try and pretend it didn't happen, I think inevitably we're just going to make the problem worse. And uh, by being direct, and being direct doesn't mean like being a jerk or anything, right? It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're being aggressive or like, oh, I have a problem with you, right? That, that's not what I'm saying. It's more like what you did, Brittany. It's just, it's like, look, I realize there's a problem here. Can we talk about it? And and trying to have a little bit of maturity where you can just have a conversation and try and understand, okay, like what, you know, what, what do you not like about what's happening? I'd like to share with you how I feel. Let's talk about how we can kind of work this out. And, and there's another term here called emotional maturity, Ooh, right? The, the, I just learned about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all, we all know what immaturity is and, and maturity and, uh, and so for the younger kids, this is something to work on, you know, and for some of us adults, it's something that we still got to work on. Emotional maturity is just this idea that you're, you're managing your emotions. You're, you're mature enough to control your emotions and not fly off the handle and not scream at someone or, you know, punch them or tell them off or cuss them out or any of that kind of stuff, but that you can kind of just control your emotions and try and have a very diplomatic and, and even That's conversation. And uh, yeah, diplomacy is is like conversation, basically, rather than going to war with another country. If you have diplomacy, you're you're talking through your problems. And so when you're diplomatic, you're you're trying to talk it through rather than just uh, doing something you may later regret. So I really like that you said that, Brittany, because I think a lot of a lot of the answers to our question today, how to deal with difficult people uh, may, may revolve around just you know, having a conversation and being direct with the person saying, Hey, I have this concern or, Hey, I don't like that you did that. You know, would you mind not doing that again? And it does require a bit of bravery, right? Like that's a hard conversation to have. Sometimes you feel like, Oh, it's easier to ignore it. Maybe it won't happen again. But I feel like, like that pebble in the shoe, you know, maybe things are just going to get worse. I'm going to butcher this quote, but Tim Ferriss, who's a podcaster that I love, he has, he has a quote. This is something along the lines of 
like the most rewarding things in life come from difficult conversations. And I've always thought about that when I have to have difficult conversations. But I think there's an even larger lesson here that you just reminded me of. And we've all heard the term Karen, right? Like Karen's the lady that will call the police on you if you're if you're doing anything that she doesn't like. Well, part of the reason that happens, I think, is because we don't confront people directly, right? And so a lot of times we turn to the state. So let's say your neighbor's having a loud party and, and you're angry and you want to sleep, you know, instead of like people used to just go over to their neighbors because they knew their neighbors and said like, hey, you know, it's it's you know, it's getting late and, and you're being kind of loud and, you know, I, I have kids or I want to go to bed and they would be like, all right, let me, you know, tone things down and, and it would be settled. Nowadays, people don't want to have that direct contact. So what do they do? They just call the police, right? And then they get law enforcement involved and then you're getting the government involved. So I think this is even, it goes more than just like, like a sibling or, or a kid at school. Like this is also living in a, in a society. If we're just direct with people, if we just say like, hey, I'm kind of having a problem with this. Can we solve this? I think we would use government a lot less than we're using it now. I had a neighbor uh, that <laughs> the story that you shared reminded me of, of uh, this was about, uh, I'd say about 10 years ago. And this neighbor had very tall weeds that were growing and, uh, you know, beyond what the city law apparently says on the matter. And so the other neighbor called the cops on them. Oh my goodness. And, and I'm like, they're just weeds. And I, I think their argument was, well, those weeds grow seeds and then they blow into my, uh, you know, front lawn. It's, uh, you know, it's an act of lawn aggression, right? Their, <laughs> lawn their aggression. seeds are blowing into my seeds and they didn't use that term. I'm just being silly, but, <laughs> but they did call the cops. And, you know, imagine, like, I have no idea to this day what that person was going through. Like, I know that when we had our daughter, uh, she was a very difficult baby. And my wife and I hardly got any sleep. And, and we were kind of struggling in those early days because she was a tough little baby. And the last thing on my mind was pulling weeds in the front yard, you know, and, and our weeds probably got pretty tall. I don't remember, but thank goodness no one called the cops on us. But, you know, we don't know what someone else is going through. So when we when we're dealing with difficult people, I think that's another important thing to remember. Like the kids listening have probably read the Tuttle Twins and the Golden Rule. Mm -hmm. Right. And if it, and if you're in a difficult place in life and maybe you're letting some stuff slip or maybe you're being a bit cranky or, you know, you're not getting your stuff done or whatever. Right. Maybe you're being difficult for other people. And, and in those moments, how would you want to be treated by those people, right? Do you want them riding on you and criticizing you and you're not good enough, you know, pick up the slack? Or, you know, would you want someone to reach out and be like, hey, can I help? Mm -hmm. You know, imagine if my neighbor, instead of calling cops on the other neighbor, had just done a little service project, you know, and went and pulled some weeds and said, hey, you know, you must be busy. I just saw this. I thought I'd, you know, give you a hand. And, and. If that person was in a position of life where they needed that help, that would, I mean, think of like the blessing that would be to that person and how grateful they've, and think of the relationship now, right? Between those neighbors and they have a very warm relationship. And, and even if the person was just being lazy or whatever, they probably still feel very grateful and they'd still form a great relationship. Well, instead now think like, oh, my neighbor called the cops on me. I have a suspicion of which one it was like, that doesn't create a good relationship. Yeah. And, and so what, how do we deal with difficult people? I think it was Abraham Lincoln who said, and I never like quoting him because, you know. <laughs> we'll get reason, into that in another yeah, episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the Abraham Lincoln episode eventually, kids. Um, uh, all the things that school never taught you about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> um, but one of his quotes, uh, I, I think it's his, where he says something to the effect of the best way to defeat your enemy is to make him your friend. Mm. 
And, and there's such power in that. You, yep. Even if you don't become friends, like just neutralizing the enemy, right? Just like making it so that they, they're, you know, not frustrated or not, uh, you know, causing any problems anymore. So, so finding ways to like turn things around. So like that little act of service could have uh, turned things around. Imagine if they're, you know, like if you go to school and there's like the bully, you know, or the kid at school that's uh, picking on you. And imagine if you had the courage to like do something nice for them or like buy them lunch, mm. you know, or, or, or something like that, that just like throws them off their game a little bit. Or like, wait, what? Kill them with you know, kindness. Like, kind of like yeah, that expression. Kill them with kindness. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really good. I think because again, like you're not going to avoid people you don't get along with. Like everybody is going to meet somebody they don't get along with. Everybody's going to meet someone difficult. This is again the way the world works. We are filled <laughs> a world filled with individuals and with so many strong personalities and different characteristics. Like, of course, you're going to meet people you don't like, but you're stuck with them. So, so I think this is really good advice. I think it is too. And, and probably good for a family discussion, brainstorming ways that, you know, whatever you're dealing with in your life, maybe there are, you know, some uh, bullies or difficult people causing you problems. I know this is something that we talk about with my kids and, and finding ways to, uh, to deal with those situations in a way that can be mature, um, that can actually form a good relationship and uh, put you in a position, I think, where as you grow up, you're better able to handle those situations, which Brittany, as you point out, are never going to go away. Uh, but the better we can learn to handle them, the better we're going to be, the more successful we're going to be, the happier I think we'll be. Um, so good lessons to learn. Thanks, Brittany. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.